And thanks for listening to the Scrum Under Siege podcast. My name's Jack. That's Doug. Hi. We're Scrum Masters, and we dig it. Today's topic today is Can't Stop the Storming. I, I thought that was a pretty clever title, but that's just me. Um, you could also rename this as, hey, the team just can't get along. Um, just kind of feeds into what we hinted at in podcast two, uh, which is, you know, hey, your team drafted Bortles and then you benched him. What do you do now? Transition to Doug, go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we, we want to talk about storming today. And this is something that we both experience. We have some good tales to tell here. Mm-hmm. At least give you some reference points to make sure you don't feel alone in this. And that's the big thing. What did these agile coaches don't tell you? Like, you're going to go through it all the time, and every team storms. Even if you have these teams that are, you know, stable, you have a product team, let's say, and not a project team, people change. Like, that's, you're kidding yourself if you don't think they're going to leave for other jobs. Um, And that's one of those things that you fight with each other a little bit. You learn each other's personalities before you get to, like, a normal stage of things. Uh, But once you figure it out, you're you're good to go. For at least a little stretch of time, maybe it's a couple sprints before something new comes up, but... Those are the fun times, right? (laughs) Get out of that storming crap. Ugh. But it's fun when you do, and that's cool. Sometimes, though, you don't get out of storming. People just have conflicts. So this is where, like, Doug and I talk about it. It's like, oh, you go to these... Agile conferences, or you go onto the web and they say, hey, if team members have conflicts as a scrum master, you sit down with them and you solve that. Well, guess what? Doesn't always happen. People are people. I think you find a lot of personalities do that along the way are hard to work with. Some some teams can either accept that, which is what we kind of talked about a little bit. Like either you have a leader that can kind of step in or... In this case, like, I've been on teams where you have several leaders. You're pretty much fighting with everyone. They're like, no, follow what I say or this or that. And it just gets weird because they start to, like, hate each other. And you're working in these agile spaces. And they're like, I, I don't like splitting the story this way. Like, this is why you don't get it. This is why your stuff always fails. And, and you get in these situations that, that I referenced before. It's, oh, your code sucks. Or I don't know how many times you've heard this, but I've heard developers come up to me before and say, oh, gosh, like, the code really is terrible. And... I can't believe these developers can't get it. And it's like, you're on the same team. Like, aren't you guys working together? Like, I don't know what to do for you on that other than you need to work together. Yep. And you got to teach each other. Like, they're just as accountable as the whole, like, Scrum Master thing. You're coaching your peers. You're coaching what you do. You own that. Sometimes, though, like, as a Scrum Master, maybe you're walking into a new team with the same company, a new team, or maybe walk into a new company. New company, new team, right? You got a couple scenarios there, but... You don't know that, you know, people, everybody has battle scars. You might be new to that team, but that team might have been through a lot together, and and they hold on to it. And it's like, come on, people, let's just get along. And it's like, I don't want to get along with that dude. That dude burned me. Just don't want to do it anymore. That happens, you know? And it gets exhausting. It really gets exhausting. You come on these teams, and I've been in these situations. I'll come on the team, and they've been together for a little bit. And I'm like, okay, you, you guys really need some help here. Let's try these things. I have my own list of items and, and my own kind of backlog to yep. help them with. And I feel like I have to drink a lot of coffee or put something in my <laughs> coffee some days because I'm, like, sitting there. I'm like, guys, let's try it. And they're like, no, well, we tried it, and it didn't work. I'm like, no, but seriously, let's let's try it. Let's look at it differently. Don't give up on it. And they're going, no, I don't think you get it. Like, we tried it. This is kind of the best we'll ever do. And it, it's 
either infuriating, frustrating, or in some level of like, why don't you care? But then I've been on the other side of it where I've had new people come in. They're like, let's flip the world upside down. And, and you're exhausted. Like, that's a lot of these teams when you're storming and stuff. You get this new person in. They're, like, yep. really fiery and just want to be a catalyst. And you're like, back to storming. Here we go. It's hard not to tell these people, like, oh, yeah, we've tried that. Or that's not how it works. But you have to look at the positive and Or you have to just try to incrementally change that a little bit and and one of the things that i think if if you get those people that's a good situation to have you want people to come in there and be like change this this is crap like we don't want to live with this yeah. that's better than the alternative or you get the people that are actively sitting there going well i don't i don't want to collaborate with you i want to do my own thing and we've been on these teams too and you're like can you work with me a little bit here can we work together as a team can you at least share that information or you did this like maybe we should work together in the back like i've had a lot of instances where we're in these teams and they're like oh i just did this thing and it's like what what was that was that a story no i just built out all these new features and everybody's looking at each other going like what do we do (laughs) like but then you start to get kind of upset with people and then you'll see this too like teams will have their own nature and just kind of rebel and cut them out Mm -hmm. you've seen this like oh i can't work with you then go off into whatever you do and do your thing which isn't necessarily healthy but that kind of leads into like what we really want to talk about which is sometimes it's not fixable and i think you referenced a little bit earlier to me addition by subtraction yeah this is a good thing i have a story to tell here i don't know if you want to kick it off so we've been talking a little bit and at the end of the day your team just is still storming you've tried every lever You've pushed buttons, you've done this and that, and you you just can't get these personalities to get along. What do you do next? What do you do, Doug? Addition think, by subtraction. I think you move them. I think you move them to somewhere else. Move them where they can be at least an asset in terms of the team. Like This happened in my own experience, being on, like, being on a team yep. and having a lot of conflict and disagreement with ideas and wanting to do things to help a customer in a different way that someone else disagreed with. And we were completely at each other, like, arguments that got heated and stuff like that. Actually, what happened was I had the opportunity to move to a different team. That worked out better for me. That was one of the best steps that I had. I, I found people that wanted to collaborate and, and handle that, and that ultimately led to the other team finding a better way to work together. And I think um, the person that I was having problems with actually left for a different company, but... It was a growing moment, right? It wasn't going to work together. We weren't going to work together. There is no amount of like working these professional differences sure. out, and you get really frustrated, and you're like, "Screw this! Like, why am I going to keep going?" Yeah. To on this like road of impossible challenges, and and keep slamming my head against the wall if I'm not going to get a return or help in any way, and just be frustrated and feel annoyed every time I work like at work. That's why you need to move people. Just try to move them off. Talk to your product owners, talk to the team owners, whatever the case. Maybe move them out to a different team, maybe into a different department. If you're in a big company, a lot of different departments in a big company, right? I, I just put that down as one of my talking points here, but I, I don't know if it's real or not. <laughs> I, I'm actually really passionate about this, though, because of these things that I think people have to be honest with with themselves if that's you or somewhere else you have to you have to really look internally what is it that you're passionate about do you want to do what you're doing 
And that's a lot of things that I've come across. Like, are you happy where you are? Are you happy being a developer? Are you not? If you're if you're not happy, time to go. Or find the the position that's right for you. Yeah. And and there's a lot of times like, oh, I'd like to be the product owner, make those decisions, and be the product owner. Go go try to be the product mm-hmm. owner. There's nothing wrong with that. I've it, coached to that. I've been coached to that years ago, long, long time ago. At one of my my old boss just said, "Hey, Jack, the company's changing now. Time for you to go with it or get off the pot." I got off the pot. So it's there. And it's a win-win. Sometimes it depends on how your leadership is. And and before we kind of wrap up, sometimes you just need to ask to be off those teams. That's the thing to do. Don't just keep sitting in misery. If the answer is figure it out and keep doing the same thing, keep storming, you're like, it's not working. Like it's either me or somebody else. Like this needs to be great for the team. And I need to be in a position to help some other team. Right. So at the end of all that, right, consider addition via subtraction to help you move forward with your team. So um, for the next podcast, Doug's going to talk about footwear and more importantly, like are cowboy boots comfortable or not? Are they good for the winter? I doubt it, but all of that's that's on you. We'll we'll hear from you more about that, right? We'll talk about waterproofing techniques. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for listening to Scrum Under Siege. Doug, where can you find us? Our podcast? I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> iTunes? Google Play? Stitcher? TuneIn? Pocketcast? I think we're going to promote this on LinkedIn still. We like that, right? No Twitter yet. Been yeah. anti-Twitter so far. Yeah, that's we're still on MVP mode on this. Well, maybe we'll get Twitter later What's on. What's an MVP? Uh, minimal Viable Podcast. Hey! All right. So, if you can go out to one of those places, subscribe. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, leave us a review. Please subscribe. Please, you, yes. You'll get all the relevant content coming to you when we upload it, and it will be on a weekly basis, so please tune in. Incredibly relevant and entertaining, I hope. We like to think so. Yeah, we like to think so. Anyways, leave a review there. Um, for instance, Rev left a review for us on iTunes. He said, awesome content. Keep up the good work. Oh, what more can you ask for on that? Thank you, Rev. We appreciate you. And I I hope you subscribe to the next podcast. This is uh, the Scrum Under Siege podcast with Doug and Jack, and we'll talk at you later.